Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage. And I'm Dennis, the Bodymeister. And today's movie was once again picked directly for us by one of our awesome Masala Meister tier supporters. Selva Dashan chose the 2010 Tamil language action adventure drama musical Ravanan. Which is great, because after quite some time, it finally brought us back to further exploring the filmography of Mani Ratnam. Discovering Mani Ratnam has been a true highlight in our exploration of Indian cinema. This will be the ninth movie that we are discussing on the channel, and I hope I can say that it didn't disappoint. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Interesting. Anyway, if you want to directly pick a movie for us as well, please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Cage or a member here on YouTube. Ravanan was shot simultaneously in Tamil and Hindi, and it stars Vikram, Aishwarya Rai Bachan, and Prithviraj Sukumaran in the lead roles. Interestingly, in the Hindi version, which is titled Ravan, Vikram plays the opposite role, the one portrayed by Prithviraj in the Tamil version, while Abhishek Bachan is cast to play the Vikram role. His real-life wife, Aishwarya, plays the female lead in both versions. While we haven't seen the Hindi version, which seemed to be regarded as subpar to the Tamil one, I think switching Vikram's role is an interesting meta-play on the film's love triangle, as well as on the duality and ambiguity of good and evil when it comes to the two male characters. Ravanan is a modern adaptation of the Hindu epic Ramayana, specifically the story of the kidnapping of Rama's wife Sita by the king Ravana. Which is the premise and focal point of this film. Veera kidnaps Ragini to take revenge on her husband, the police officer Dev. He plans to kill her, but is astounded by her feistiness and fortitude, and he finds himself increasingly drawn to her. And she discovers, too, that Veera's not entirely the brute he appears, but Dev Baying for blood doesn't share her sympathies. I love how the movie is not wasting any time up front, but immediately gets going. We are immediately on the move. Yeah, this exposition before the credits is all over the place and kind of overcharging, but we're used to that by now and things also slow down after that. It also immediately becomes clear what the strong points of the film are. Ravanan looks absolutely gorgeous. The cinematography was done by Santosh Sivan, although it was initially handled by V. Manikandan, who left the project. So I'm not sure how much was really done by Manikandan and how much by Santosh Sivan. There were certainly some moments where I thought I felt the style of Santosh Sivan, who has been a longtime collaborator of Mani Ratnam. Although it hasn't always been this combo, the combination of Mani Ratnam's energetic direction, Santosh Sivan's beautiful cinematography, and the powerful music by A.R. Rahman, it's just great when it all clicks. The movie has so much style and it's just so gorgeous to look at. There are barely any scenes in which Mani Ratnam isn't doing something special, isn't trying something cool visually. And with so many directors only doing the bare minimum, only being functional at best, I really respect a filmmaker who is going out there. Are there moments where I think they are overdoing it? Certainly, but this is nonetheless such a vibrant piece of filmmaking. It's a feast for the eyes and the ears, just gorgeous. And the performances by Vikram and Aishwarya are also great. Vikram is such a force of nature as Vira, archaic, tribal, energetic. Like a violent, crazy Robin Hood. The movie is very much a filmic version of the Stockholm Syndrome, and one might criticize how Ragini is used as a tool in this conflict between two aggressive men. But I think she comes across as a very powerful and fearless woman nevertheless. And Ashwarya isn't just gorgeously beautiful, but also strong. Yes, now I don't know about Prithviraj though. He's charming as almost always, but... Prithviraj has a strong screen presence as well, but I think his portrayal suffers most from the underwritten nature of these characters. 
It's interesting how this movie puts a twist on the source material, making Vera this strong anti-hero, but I think it also goes way too far in making Prithvi Raj's police inspector just this very shallow, one-note villain. Apart from one song flashback that shows us the romance between him and Ragini, I couldn't really see much redeeming qualities in him. And while a true bad guy can be fun as well, in this case it robbed the film of more depth and complexity in my mind. Definitely, Police Officer Dev is your run-of-the-mill angry cop character that is really just that, angry. He has no redeeming quality, his actions, especially the later ones, leave all the possible potential to identify yourself with him with a man whose wife was kidnapped in tatters. And all this yelling, it's just annoying. I have to say that I was a little bit proud of myself that I immediately recognized that Kartik's role was based on Hanuman, who is this divine monkey character. When Kartik is introduced as the comedic relief forest ranger, it certainly reminded me of Chinese wuxia movies, how he is almost flying up to some treetops. And I found it so hilarious how he is leaning into the driving police car in one of the next scenes. The character really added to the movie's slightly comedic and also fantastical and mythological vibes. At first I was totally annoyed by that character too, but that actually changed. He's alright, although it's a bit too obvious that he appears in the movie every time the plot needs to move forward. When Dev doesn't know what to do next, the ranger appears and just tells him that he knows what to do and in the next scene he's right there at Ragini's side. There are a few of those scenes that move things forward in a very inorganic and artificial way. The best example is how Dev just calls out Ranjit to be a rat. A birdie told me that there's a rat. And that's it. Out of nowhere, plot moves forward. Yes, uh, no idea who this Ranjit even is. <laughs> I think another character who is too much like a mere plot device is Vinila, Vira's sister. While her story of course sparks this whole conflict, it comes across as haphazard because we need this as motivation for our characters. The movie seems to be more interested in these big conflicts and emotions and less in more refined character work or more logical storytelling. But I would give it some leeway because this is an adaptation of an ancient story, a myth, and because this is really not told as a completely realistic, down-to-earth affair, but something mythical and heightened. In the book Conversations with Mani Ratnam by Bharadvaj Sharangan, Ratnam says that apart from the conventional Stockholm syndrome, which you already mentioned, all he wanted to capture in the film was how these two mythological creatures would behave in a modern day setup. He was trying to see what happened between the captive and the captor. And in that process, he deconstructed these characters, especially Ram, who is no longer a noble and good hero. That's interesting, but I think this really only works on the surface. Like we said, we both don't feel like the characters are the strong point of this movie. You might even call it style over substance, at least to some degree. More than once, Ravanan can come across as kind of a hot mess. Certain notions are quite repetitive, several scene transitions kind of sloppy, and especially the last half hour comes across as really rushed and quite bizarre. Believability and more engaging storytelling is sacrificed a bit too much for epic set pieces. I mean, the whole bridge climax has certainly something awesome to it, but it's maybe also a bit too bonkers and the conclusion too silly. And as much as we praised Rahman's music, I mean, the songs are fantastic. I loved Kedakari, but the score and how it's used can be silly too. 
Well, in the end, I just cherish this big and epic style. The visual creativity, the locations and costumes, the makeup effects, the colors, the music, the loud but powerful performance by Vikram, and many more elements. And that's so much that I could see past the movie's shortcomings. It's sometimes sloppy and rough storytelling, the detriments in character development, and that our real antagonist is really just too shallow. It's almost the same for me. Ravanan is stunningly beautiful and Vikram is awesome, but I can't get over the feeling that it's just a lot of hot air. It's just missing this Mani Ratnam atmosphere and meaning that his movies of the 1980s and 90s had. So you can have this one. What would we say in German about Ravanan? Ravanans unglaubliche visuelle Qualität überwältigt alles. Und das so sehr, dass man fast schon über sämtliche nicht so gelungene Dinge hinwegsehen kann. Aber eben nur fast. I give Ravanan 7 out of 10. It's more like 7.1, but I don't do that. For me, it's 6 out of 10. It's more like 6.3, but I don't do that either. Did you know that there's a mobile game called Ram vs. Ravan? The tagline is Kill the Mayavi Meganat, Kumbakaran and Ravan with the power of Lord Ram's mighty and accurate archery skills. I'm never going to play that. So, what are your thoughts about Ravanan? Leave a comment. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and also on Patreon, simply at the Jimmy Cage. And you can hit me up on Twitter at the Bodymeister. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all we have to tell.